Fellow Grumpers, welcome to episode six of series three, the worst horror of all. Here we are again, another finale. I do not believe it, how quickly this journey of podcastry has gone. Halfway through the series, this series has seen some highs and many lows for Victor and Margaret. Today, a burglary aided by the neighbours, Mr. and Mrs. Ellsbury. A rocky moment in the marriage between Vic and Margaret, which led to a frosty atmosphere and Margaret walking out on Victor. Don't know why I said Vic, by the way. We also saw the first and the last of Victor's brother. A sad and sorry ending which almost saw Victor recoup some of his lost brotherly love as he dropped himself into it by use of a certain misplaced dictaphone. A standstill in the world's longest car park with the usual war of words with passerbyers, further building a grudge with Patrick by all but putting a halt to a house sale by destroying their conservatory. And finally, the worst horror of all. This week I'm joined by the return of Simon, who was last with us for Monday morning. We'll be fine. Welcome back, Simon. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Awesome. It's great to have you on. I had um, many listeners uh, compliment, so I thought let's That's have you back really on nice because really nice. thank you. Great conversationalist. Well, what's in store this week? A little synopsis I, I just sort of thought off the top of my head. Vix is pleased to be offered a full-time paid job, but will he receive job satisfaction? The Meldrews avoid unwanted visitors and are invited to an evening out organised by Mrs. Warboys, much to Victor's dismay. So, um, before we dive straight in, Simon, how have you been? Yeah, very good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, we were just saying, still trying to make sense of all this time that we've, we've found ourselves with. Um, life's starting to return to some, some normality, but yeah. I'm sure uh, Victor would uh, still be kind of isolating, like that probably wouldn't he? Wouldn't, wouldn't plan to go now. He'd definitely have a mask on, wouldn't he, if he was out. Um, and, and yeah. He'd be people going to the beaches and uh 100 you know, uh, percent would yeah um but i'm really pleased you're back on it's quite nice that you here for uh, yeah, start I've, of the I've, series I've, and the I've, end I've of the series of, i've kind of bookended it haven't i really you book, yeah like, you bookended start, start yeah in the end and uh, and it's great because actually this is the first vhs i had this series series three the first one i ever was bought, so quite oh, nice okay. to have done it really so my oh. first experiences of one foot properly were, were this series uh, and what a great series to, to do because it, it just kind of really got its groove didn't it I think it, yeah it, you know yeah. it became a nation's favorite I think you know judging by the view mm. and stuff it shot up to 16 million by this point by this series, it did. Which, which wasn't it so yeah impressive, impressive a lot stuff. of people a lot of people seem to sort of agree with series four being where it started to peak not in a in the sense that it went downhill, but yeah. like it was like yeah. at its finest series four. Yeah, yeah, some some absolute standout standout episodes in, in series yeah. four. Um, but yeah, I think series three just kind of like got the characters grounded, obviously, oh, um, yeah. and the supporting characters uh, yeah. really kind of built. It just laid the foundations, didn't it? For for you know, this is what this this series can do. Um, yeah. Went on to do so well. We'll dive straight into episode six, then the worst horror of all. See, while I'm wearing a busy waiting room at a hospital, I just it's absolutely jam packed. Sort of standard um, A and E, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, Don't know what this A and E situation would be like right now. I think you'll find that people will try and avoid A and E's where possible. Quieter, isn't it? Really, A and E. I bet. I bet. I think I read somewhere that had massive percentage drop off of people going. Because I think people probably realise that, you know, if there's some deadly disease you can catch, then actually True. maybe I don't need to, you know, I can bring 111 or whatever. So, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, but there's yeah. there's all the kind of like, um, uh, what's the word, sort of stereotypical injuries there, isn't there? People with bandages yeah. on, people shuffling past. 
Reminds me of the Mr. Bean episode where he's in a hospital waiting <laughs> room. Um, I'm sure we mentioned that last time about Mr. Bean. Possibly. And and so on. Yeah, I was just yeah, trying to recount. Has Victor been in hospital before to this day? We, well, we've seen him with a bandage, haven't we, in series one. He'd been, he'd been up to hospital. We That's actually it. seen him there. We did no, see we did him. see him in hospital because he went to, he was, he was ended, ended up being shaved, didn't he, by the uh, oh, yeah. guy, the moon guy. And there was uh, the, um, the politician sort of, yeah, the politician, yeah, sort of wandering yeah. past, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's not his first trip to Amy. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's. I imagine he's probably known there. Knowing Victor, he's probably, you know, he's, he's, he's. I bet he's fairly regular. Uh, yeah. Sort of coming again, and oh, here we go again. I think so. Well, Mrs. Warboys walks out the the toilet and six between Victor and Margaret, and Victor's got an absolute daze on his face, and oh, he's it out, looks isn't he? like yeah. in this first scene he's got blood all over his shirt. Yep. Which we, yep. we'll learn a little bit more about. What Margaret is doing and she is filling out a brief description of how the accident occurred. Give a brief description of how the accident occurred. A garden shed fell on him. <laughs> I've put rotting timbers collapsed on head while dismantling old outhouse and rear garden. Was the accident unavoidable or due to the patient's carelessness? Carelessness. <laughs> what stupidity. Royal, Royal Society of the Prevention of Accidents. That's it. They're actually real, aren't they? I looked them up. I, I actually I always thought it was a, um, like a made-up thing. I thought could just have another... But they are actually a proper organisation. They're like a charity. It's quite nice that they reference that, then. It just, just doesn't sound... It sounds a bit too kind of like tongue-in-cheek to be actually a real thing, that to me. Well, yeah, I just thought it was something made up, but I'm glad you cleared that up. But it's yeah. a very humorous start because obviously Victor looks funny, just sat there in a daze, but we yeah. learn what's happened. He was, well, do you want to explain what's happened? Why is he in Well, hospital? he's, uh, it, it, it's well it's well described because it's it's described through Margaret talking to, to Jean about it. So she, Margaret's filling out the form. So basically he's been taken down his shed but decided to take all the screws out before taking the roof off. Um, yeah. So the whole thing's collapsed on him. And uh, yeah, absolute corker of a line there. She says, uh, was the accident down to uh, the person's fault or, or just an accident? And uh, and Jean says, well, no, just put down stupidity. Uh, <laughs> she, I mean, she's know, often so quite she's polite. She's got no sympathy at all. No sympathy at all, has she? She's, um, she's often quite polite towards Victor, but I think she, she seems to be taking yeah. advantage of the fact that he's not really paying attention, so she sort of has well, her well, say, this is it. She? She's, she's actually getting some free shots here, isn't she, really? I did, yeah. did put that down. You know, she doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't react at all. He's, he's kind of completely oblivious, or maybe he does, and, he, you know, he's, he thinks it's funny, I don't know, but he, he's, yeah, he, she's yeah. very brave, isn't she? Very, very brave to, uh, to be, know, knowing Victor's temper and knowing how nothing's ever his fault, I think it's, uh, yeah, quite a... a uh, and also, Sorry. you know, if you've had an accident, the last thing you want is someone telling you straight away, oh, that was your fault. You know, you just you kind of want to get over it first, don't you? So, uh, well, yeah, this is the thing. Um, but we, we look... very good bedside manner, I should have think. No. She's uh, not, not very forgiving. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know if she was actually there or not, or if she's just got this from Margaret. No, uh, well, we, we, we learned that Mrs. Paisley across the road simply heard a loud crash. She um, was clipping a cockerel. Clipping a cockerel. Is that I mean, again, a cockerel? Just... I, I, again, yeah. I put that down. That's just a Renwick thing, isn't it? I mean, only in only in one foot because you have like a cockerel being. <laughs> it's not important at all, is it? It's just a little aside, but it's just, it's just in there. It just sounds <laughs> ludicrous. Well, the it fact does. is, Mrs. Paisley, I assume from afar, probably from the layout of the 
riverbank, but she could see him lying semi-conscious under the, the rubble. And she obviously yeah. saw the, she saw what she assumed was blood, but it's obviously spilt red paint. Yeah. And also it, it looked more horrific than it really was. So yeah. Yeah. It, unfortunately, the ambulance men who came out essentially believed this story, even though surely well, they would have well, seen they that. Believed it was paint. That a certain part of his appendage had been, been cut off. Because of a chunk uh, of glass that was in between his thigh, yeah. In his thighs. Imagine finding someone with a piece of broken glass between his legs and thinking it had <laughs> cut off his... <laughs> and you think even the ambulance men would have checked first before taking her word for it? Mm-hmm. Rushing that lump of mouldy carrot to hospital in a specialised <laughs> And a mouldy carrot was rushed to uh, to A and E. So yeah, what they yeah. led, to <laughs> what led to believe was uh, yeah, Victor's uh, member, shall we Tra- say, trainee, so, uh, trainee paramedics. I don't know, but that's they... it. Yeah, Margaret says they were they were none too experienced. Um, so yeah, they've obviously just got a bit, uh, bit a bit too keen and uh, thought, yeah, right, let's let's go down there. But this um, is it. This yeah, is it. but again, once again, Vic, pure pure Victor, isn't it? Only only it could happen to him that you know someone thinks that's it's, it's much worse than it actually is. Um, I just I just wonder why they needed to have a window cleaner in the background. Just well, he's, he's just setting the scene. to the scene, isn't he? He's the window cleaner that later on we see Mrs. Warboy's reverse into. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't connect until, the dots. Until I did not. <laughs> fairly recently, until about a couple of years ago, when I watched it again on, yeah. on a bigger telly, you can actually see it is the guy because the the actor whose name I've written down. I've yeah, I got down, um, He's quite a famous sitcom actor. He's been quite a few things. So that yeah, he's just he's setting that up. So he is there cleaning windows. So then when we see uh, Gene reverse the car in about two or three minutes time. Oh well, yeah, looking forward to talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Him that gets flattened. So. Yeah, well, but that's bizarre. I mean, I I didn't connect those dots. I mean, I didn't focus on the window cleaner for long, but of course, no, we will, we will get to that. But it's just I must. I was yeah. just late last night. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know it was a very obvious point um, during yeah. episode the broken reflection where Alf uh, Meldrew had his hat on fire. It's one of those things that I didn't, I didn't <laughs> take in. And yeah, I, I'm still living down the embarrassment of such an obvious. Yeah. No, you know, you know, you know. What? I think I think the job you've been doing on this 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 podcast, you've been scrutinising so much stuff. You know, you, you, I think I we can that. give you a few little slips here and there because you've done such an amazing job of like you. you know pulling this apart. It, it's, it, it's it's not easy. There's, there's, but I think there's a lot of stuff in there. Again, I was reading in in the book by Richard Weber. Mm. There's a lot of stuff that that Renwick plants in there because he says there's not enough to write an episode about it. Yeah, but it's just little things he puts in because yeah. he just. I think you chat. You spoke to previous um, uh, co co hosts before, and you yeah. said things like the tomato sauce bottles draining into one another. You know, just little yeah. subtle things of everyday life, isn't it? That that yeah. just make you make you aware this is just normal life as yes. well. As far as it goes for Victor's world, but um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's thank you to. I'm, I'm glad that's cleared up because I just momentarily thought there's a window cleaner. This is what's happening. Yeah. Victor yeah. in the days. So I didn't really tell me. Anyway, <laughs> okay. But the fact is, Victor has been put on some sort of painkilling injection. Um, yeah. Margaret makes reference that he was laughing at a pencil a few minutes ago. Uh, that, that line has me in stitches. I don't know why. It's just, just again, the idea of Victor just being... It's that immaturity, isn't it, really? Bringing Victor down to an immature level. Mm. Um, 
because he's actually, you know, I think he's just just a big kid, isn't he? Really, like, and, and we we just we see in this episode a lot of his emotions because he's on on these drugs or whatever. But actually, we see a lot of him being dopey in other episodes, don't we? We see he a lot is. of him being grumpy, and he he has all these kind of traits. He's, he's I think he's got a little bit of immaturity to him. Um, that yeah. He finds things funny um, that that you know kids find funny, but which we you know we all do really. We all have like an immature side. I think when he's laid back, he is a bit better. How are you feeling now, Mr. Meldrew? All right. I'm tickety boo and a half, Miss. <laughs> How are you today, my little sweetheart? <laughs> He's tickety boo. Um, he tickety says to me, "How are you, my little sweetheart?" And then, yeah, uh, and he yeah. proceeds to sort of collapse and fall <laughs> sort on. Sort of collapse on it, doesn't he? And that's her cue to kind of get out and think, "Oh, I can't, I can't cope with this." She um, can't cope. Any sign of affection? Um, yeah, she, she, she's, she's not. She's not there, she? Even Margaret, she never hugs Margaret, does she? She's not that kind of. You know, maybe it is a, something of that era. They just there wasn't much kind of. Yeah. You know, you were close friends with someone, but but you know, even now I know with my mates. I give him a hug every now and then, um, male yeah. or female, whatever. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's... Uh... Mrs. Warboys does proceed to leave at the first sight of, obviously, this physical contact as ever, and she's heading back to her cousin Will. I don't know if cousin Will's been mentioned before. More cousins as I ever. So. I think, I think it's the first time he's been named checked, isn't it? Well, he's, he's just had an operation. Um, he's, he's been a bit vague and forgetful following some operation of sorts. So Margaret asked if this Wilf is going to be going with them on an outing tomorrow. We don't know what this outing is, but Mar Mrs. No, uh, Walboys no. does say there's been a few cancellations. Yeah, it's, the full it's 55, 55 anymore. Four. It's now four. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way she delivers that line as well, four. You know, it's yes. just kind of... You like, expect her to say, "Oh, it's it's now down to thirty-five or something," but no, yeah. fifty-five or four. I'd like to know the. the out of it. <laughs> I'd like to know the reason. Well, what, what someone? I think it was Mr. and Mrs. Burkett had a crossword to finish. We've, a crossword to finish. We've yeah. seen Mrs. Burkett before um, in we the have, Valley of yeah. Fear, trapped in the loft. Yeah. Perhaps I mean, maybe she, just she found out Victor was going and thought, "I need, I need to stay to away." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we hear of Chris, her husband that she needs to get yeah. back to. So, and he also can't go to this outing tomorrow. He'll be late back, presumably, from yeah. work. Chris, of course, we haven't met today. I think she might have mentioned Chris before. I don't think we ever meet him, do we? I think he's, 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 we see his pillowcase and a few serious time and, and that's it. I don't think we'll ever see him. As Mrs. Warbles exits, she does apologise for the bumpy ride. She's not used to driving Chris's car, which will become a little clearer which in a moment. Which is an important kind of plot point, isn't it? So, yeah. Quite important. Yeah. <laughs> Victor starts singing Let's Spend the Night Together. Ah, um, interesting. This is missing. That scene is missing on the, on the video copy I had is back it in the 90s. It must be something to do with the rights from the Rolling Stones. It's the Rolling Stones song, isn't it? So I remember when I first watched it on DVD and, and they must have restored it. It's like, oh, what's that? You know, it's funny when you see that little cuts, isn't it? That obviously due to music. But, yeah, I'm uh, glad yeah, it's, it's back there. in. Uh, well, we, we also had the revisit of Not With The Pastry once again. The first time yeah, we heard that since... Yeah, that's a back there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the first time we've had that since the uh, We're Putting The Living to Tomb. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. nice. I, I don't know if he's ever explained why he talks about pastry, but it's funny. I don't know what it is. It's just how... Probably he is his kind of manifestation of indigestion or something, maybe. You know, he got he has indigestion from pastry, and he's like, kind of like, 
he's having a actual physical battle with it in his dream you know maybe i don't know so um again just the imagery of that just 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 conjures up you know oh just i didn't read that episode with you but again that's an episode I, I just love those little bits there like shouting out about pastry and not, not just once you know a couple of times isn't it over the episode yeah. he, he mentions it, and, it was uh, a couple of couple of times but i think in this just, episode just builds up once yeah, yeah, just it. Yeah, bloody place, I wonder if that was um Richard Wilson or Renwick. You know, I wonder if Richard Wilson said, Oh, should I throw this in here? Or Renwick went, Oh, actually, I, yeah, I remember that bit. Or I think, given what Renwick from what I read and hear, he's yeah. very much it's my way or the highway. And even yeah. Susan Belbin would say the same, yeah. like she would respect what Renwick's. I don't know, it's a good shout, it's every chance. I think, um, it's just. It's probably the first time they've called back anything else from the, you know, as a joke. You know what I mean? There's nothing else. Uh, I mean, yeah. I suppose things like things have been mentioned, like the tortoise, haven't they, and what, whatnot. They reference yeah, what's maybe, happening, maybe there, actually, which is what I, I, yeah, which is what I really like about one. But they do yeah. sort of this bit. There's quite a good continuity. Yeah. But scene yeah. ends right there. We are outside of the hospital. Mrs. Warboys is starting the car. She's trying to get it into well, out of gear or into reverse by the looks of it. And it's yep. a lovely visual, um, hilarious. Yep. She obviously reverses instead of driving forward, and it essentially crashes into some bins. She doesn't seem to care. She looks out the door. She looks oh, that's out okay. I'm just not yeah. someone's bins. I won't. Yeah. I won't pick them up. A you little... know, she can't see a thing, can she? Really, right? Yeah. You know, she, she can see down her right side. She can't see behind her or her left side. So yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... ultimately, this has led to a hilarious, unfortunate accident because what we see. Is the window cleaner, of course, um, on yeah. the top of the now when when she crashes into um, sort of essentially the side of the hospital, it kind of yeah. looks like weirdly. I think when I first watched this a long, long time ago, her car was like parked elsewhere away from the hospital. Uh, That's why I was questioning the window cleaner element, but of course, it is who we see. Otherwise, it would have made sense. Um, yeah. And he is, yeah, this poor this poor chap has been well and truly knocked out. Probably, well, in fact, he is concussed, and she blissfully underwear and drives off. There's not much. So I'm guessing. To say to... I'm guessing the stuntman for that, isn't it? I'd assume. I wouldn't think they'd have put the. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. His name, Harold Goodwin. That's that's the guy who's playing the window cleaner. Um, I don't Goodwin. think they'd have put a sixty-year-old guy <laughs> upon a roof of a car. I, mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, some, unless they're trained. Do, in... like Harrison Ford has his own stunts still. Yeah, isn't he? But, insured uh, and yeah, in that knows, field. I tell you what, though we we're, we're brought to the sort of the third scene, and we are in Mrs. Warboy's house. And oh my God, has she yeah. got quite a nice big house? It reminds me of the set of uh, Birds of a Feather. Yeah, I was just going to say that it, it, it does kind of stand That's out, right. doesn't it? She does have a really a bit, yeah, obviously a big house. We don't know whenever she works or anything. We don't know, do we? I suppose mm. uh, from her husband Chris, he's he's obviously uh, doing fairly well, and um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Mrs. Warboy's does. Does she? No, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's well. ever really referenced at all. Thinking about it, you know, she probably retired. I'm, I'm sure yeah. someone on the Facebook page might might tell us, but um, I think I we'll come. Talk, but, yeah, uh, I I think we'll come to learn what she might have done. But um, yeah. yeah, she's a big old house, and we 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 see straight away uh, cousin Will. He's doing a bit of washing up. I did yeah. used to think, like when I was really young, this was just initially her husband. 
but of course it's Cousin Will, played by John Rutland. Yeah. John um, Rutland, yeah. He's yeah. done a lot of um, two Ronnies, EastEnders. Yeah, loads of he's, stuff. he's done a lot, hasn't he? He, um, he's, he's. I think he's still with us, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Um, oh no, I, I, I read that he died in 2013. Oh, sorry, no, I'm looking at a person. Yes, so yeah, 96, 96, he passed yeah. on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's someone else I'm thinking of. That's okay. Um, yeah, so he was, he was still working. I think that when he reappears in last in one foot of the grave. That's his that's one of his last acting roles. So yes, he, he, um, he was his last. Yeah, that's that's the case yeah. for a couple of actors in this. Um, yeah, in this particular episode, that's the last thing he'll play. But cousin Will does appear again, which I yeah. didn't realise before. But he appears in Tales of Terror in the final he does, series, yeah. playing and himself as a always being kind sick. of always kind of upsets me seeing him in that a little bit. I don't know why I say the word upset, but he's such a really sprightly and with it guy. All right, the case of yeah. a bit a bit sort of out of it, isn't he? Like in terms of being come out from hospital. Uh, which we don't see, but we hear about. But he's uh, lost his voice, had a stroke, hasn't he, in, in Tales of Terror? And I wonder right. again if that was the actor, maybe. Again, I've looked at it, there's no evidence it to say whether been. it was or wasn't, or whether Renwick wanted him to be that, to make get the joke out of the, the voice machine thing. Um, who knows? But again, it's always, I always find it quite a, a bit of a juxtaposition, really. You've got this really um, sprightly guy here, and then he's, he's kind of a shell of himself a bit later on. Um, yeah, is is it? It might be the same for um. Well, yeah, Joe, uh, Jim, uh, John, Jim, John Barron, I think his name John is. Barron. John Barron. Yeah, he, 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 he stroke, had a stroke, didn't he? Didn't he? And mm. he actually came back in EastEnders, and that was again really difficult to watch. I suppose is the word, isn't it? It's kind of you know, you, um, seeing someone you know who's who's been reduced to this kind of like yeah, like a shell almost yeah. is 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 tricky to watch. And it's great they still do, do it and they're still involved and everything, but it's still But this is one foot though, isn't it? Yeah. That's this that's yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think he was true. he played he's playing a character whose his health isn't great. No, and then obviously true. he, he returns true. where his health yeah. is deteriorated. So it could yeah. just be a it is a kind of commentary of, you know, people people get older, don't they? And and, yeah. and that's it. And um you know, yeah there's still there's still fun to be had. I mean, he, you know, it's, it's not a kind of a sympathetic role later on. He, he, you know, he, he is part of the part of the joke and everything, isn't it? And, and mm. you know, he's not he's not done for sympathy. He's done he's oh. done as part of being uh, Jean's Jean's cousin yeah. again. So. Jean always mentions that she's just um, visited a friend, uh, so she yeah. does visit. Well, referred to Victor as a friend. It's not always speculated that she just sort of saw Victor. They saw each other's acquaintances. Margaret's obviously the friend, but she does re- reference Victor as the friend. You haven't been having trouble with my TV aerial or anything, have you? TV aerial? No. What on earth makes you say that? Oh, it's just that when I came round the bend, I thought I heard Mrs. Eldridge shout out something about a man on my roof. <laughs> and she yeah. also queries with Will if there's any trouble with the TV aerial because she thought she heard Mrs. Eldridge shout something across the road about a, a man on her roof. <laughs> and obviously... So he denies there's any issues. It says it's probably one of yeah. those squashed Budweiser cans and a mistaken man for yeah. can. So it's feasible at that at that point. She kind of get it, gets over, you know, any potential. Um, well, well, whatever well she that's may the thing. This this guy's not going to be found, is he? Basically, he's he's on the roof. He's she's not had to open the garage door because she's got a, a buzzer to open the garage door yeah, or whatever it. remote. Got um, some money. They got some coin, haven't they? Yeah, they got the, some decent decent longer, haven't they? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and any any chance of her finding him is now gone because yeah, until she opens that door, we'll have, we'll have a day later or whatever. So yeah, poor guy's stuck up there. Mind you, he's probably passed out, isn't he? Uh, 
falling on a car, I don't know. It's uh, nasty, isn't it? Another very short scene. There's quite caught. a few in this, isn't there? I think I counted about 10 scenes in this episode. A which lot. Is, My notes are around forever. Lot, isn't it? it does yeah. jump around a bit. We are outside Demel Drew's house. Victor yeah. is laying some what looks like boards across a skip he's clearly hired. Yeah. The first thing I thought when I saw this was, this is a bad idea. You've got a skip outside your front house. This is just screaming fly tipping. But of course, he is for that very purpose. He's laying these boards because he says, Well, I don't suppose that'll keep it out for one minute, but still. What the busted mattress. What busted mattress? The busted mattress. Someone always dumps in your skip whenever you leave one outside your door. <laughs> nature. Just as the cuckoo always lays its eggs in other birds' nests, so some bastard always comes along and dumps a busted mattress in your rubbish skip. Which is true. What It does seem to be anything large that's flighted often yeah. is a mattress, isn't it? And well, I just... think the Vix is a bit hypocritical in it, because he, he dumped his hat in Return of the Speckled Band series one, didn't he, in someone else's skip? True. And it got posted back to him. Now a hat's a bit different to a, to a car or whatever, but I think He's, he's good point. You know, he was happy enough, wasn't he, in series yeah. one to kind of uh, to do it to some others, and then doesn't like it when people do it to yeah, him. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's a yeah. valid, valid I just, point. I just always find that interesting, and also the fact you know he had the whole uh, manure incident uh, in um, the man in the long black coat. Yeah. I thought his neighbours would have um, you know blacklisted him from having any kind of skip or other kind of waste outside his house ever again but, i think uh, they'd rather skip so there's rubbish in it rather than i suppose yeah it keeps it all in doesn't it and rather than having his uh you know allotment delivered to him on his front drive yeah well he's he's pouring himself uh i think a john smith bitter um he likes yep. to drink in in small doses yep. and he very much regrets taking down the shed um, he's definitely back to normal. The drugs are definitely worn off. He this is the same night, isn't it? And again, he's he seems to recover really well, Vic. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it is. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think no, it is no, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I, I, I'm I have made mistakes on this podcast, and I've always pointed out that just because I'm in a podcast doesn't make me number one, Mister Knowledgeable Fan. I, I've I've just set this whole thing up yeah. as a platform for people to have a have a say publicly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I have because. <laughs> I learned things I didn't know. Um, I just... Well, again, this is it, isn't it? This is this is what it's all about, isn't it? And, it's but I mean, just about. just 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 going off the conversation there that that, that that Margaret and Jean have, I think I think it is the same night, which again yes. does make just makes you question his powers of recovery that he's kind of completely worn off. Yes, um, and it was yeah. night as well. It was also it was night in the hospital, and it's still night now. So we're probably talking a couple of hours maximum, aren't we? Well, it's probably winter, so it's probably dark by f- four o'clock. Yeah, true. Unless, now That's it's true. half eight. Yeah. Margaret's doing a bit of ironing. Uh, we've got yeah. quite a, an angled view of the, the room. Victor com- apparently complains of two student nurses sponging his genitals with terps. I don't know what terps are, but uh, for- it's uh, it's white spirit, isn't it? So oh, okay, it's used go. to get paint off any solvent paint. So it's basically oh, he's right, going to be yeah. covered in it in solvent paint. So that they'll be they'll be cleaning him down, um, but obviously jokes about rubbing him up the wrong way. Wrong way. Is, uh, well, <laughs> not, not upset him. <laughs> he's, he's quite old-fashioned. If these were, yeah. for me, if these were two female nurses, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we all would react differently, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. your taste is, but I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's probably quite, I'm trying to word this carefully, no, probably not a bad mean. thing. Although, well, again, he was quite happy to go and kiss the 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 coffee girl, wasn't he? In uh, in Dreamland, 
Yeah. Um, but now he's gone all through. I suppose again, maybe that if he's in pain, he's he's not wanting. True. You know, he just wants to. He, maybe he should embarrass more than anything. I don't know. About well, it could have been. It could have been I'd, too. I'd feel, I'd feel embarrassed in it, front of anyone. You know, it could have been two chaps. Sort of I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. true, true. Yeah, again, the, the phrase "nurse," you, you kind of do um, sometimes think straight away. Um, female, yeah. don't you? The playing of an itchy leg. Sound uh, yeah. apparently uh, Mrs. Lacey, who I've not heard before. Um, he had a cat, Lacey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cat sat on his cat on his lap all day. I don't know why. Did they say why they're at Mrs. Lacey's house? No, just said that just from having you, Mrs. Lacey's cat on your lap all afternoon. Mm. Yeah, I told you, told you to pull it down, but you wouldn't have it. And uh, yeah, so now the fleas have got him. So uh, Victor yes. reads. Uh, he reads a letter. And he's very chuffed. Margaret's pleased yeah. with him. It appears that he's been offered a full time job, which is which is nice of Victor. He starts on Monday. Um, yeah. Mark was very positive, you know, back to happier times. And as she's being positive, she's sort of drawing the curtains, if you like, and she's quite horrified to see. Oh my God. What is it? Quick, turn all the lights out. What's the matter? What are you? It's Ronnie and Mildred. Oh my God, Margaret. <laughs> the infamous Ronnie Mildred have, um, <laughs> have pulled up alongside. And they yeah. are absolutely fearful. The, we, the first time we heard of Ronnie Mildred, I think it was Timeless Time, where Victor was going to open up an old Christmas One of the Christ, Christmas presents, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So within a series, they've appeared, which is good, because, again, they could have been kept as a just a, a throwaway old Ronnie and Mildred, you know, and you build this picture up of them. But yes. to have them appear, although very, very briefly in this episode, is... is, is I'll uh, be brief, is yeah. I, I did wonder... I'd like to know what their the true beef is with Ronnie Mildred. They seem to really like oh, I've, I've tried to work it. I think it's just pure irritation, isn't it? Their yeah. cheerfulness. That kind Too of, happy. <laughs> um, that people like that don't really exist and there must mm. be something wrong with them if they're that happy. Yeah. Which, again, well, probably is a little bit of a, um, a uh, harsh commentary on, on, on people in society that, you know, if you're too cheerful, people are suspicious yeah. of you. But... Um, even Margaret, this is the first time, you know, you see Margaret actually being a bit dramatic, a bit devious, you know, and, and you know, closing the curtains. I mean, yeah, there's, there's people I wouldn't want to see, but I don't know if I go to the trouble of closing curtains to uh, you know, pretend you're out. They obviously really do both just cannot, you know, cannot sum up this any longer. It's gone, gone on for so many years. Uh, I absolutely, I did, I absolutely love this sort of, um, it felt like it was a slapstick kind of scene, oh, although nothing, it's not in the traditional sense, but it was just yeah. hilarious because I feel like many people probably have been there where they pretended that they're out, um, but this yeah. is yeah, like yeah. true, this, it's a mission for them. They're turning the lights, they're hiding behind the sofa, they're going as far as showing through the letterbox, you know, all chirpy. Back her off! <laughs> Go back and quickly beat the pair of you! Uh, Victor yeah. tells him to back it off, which brought out a night a big laugh in me when I was watching this back. He's just how they don't to... hear him. I mean, how they don't hear him, I don't know. Again, that always makes you think, you know, oh, they surely would have heard that. But if they can hear them shouting, then surely they can hear Victor shouting. I did feel sort of, uh, uh when yeah. Margaret realised that the bathroom light was still on. So, Victor oh, yeah, yeah, of... it gets you, doesn't it? You, you kind of get, you're nervous for them, aren't you? You kind mm. of want, but you. You kind of don't want them to 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 be caught, do you? It's um, yeah. Well, they we know we learn um, that they apparently live near or in Whitley Bay, which is the northeast coast of England. Yeah, no, so that's again, quite I a way to travel. Is, Why are they down? Do you this think? is it. 
and also in future episodes, they're shown as not being that far. So when, when they go around for their meal with them in um, Exterminating Angel, Victor's travels from... I oh, could be. I uh, could be. Yeah. Bugger yeah. off to Whitley Pay, the pair of you. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is then. I yeah. think it's probably and, the case. And again, in, in, the, in uh, I think it's Tales of Terror, isn't it? Which again, I won't give away any spoilers for people. No, but yeah. Then they go to the house there. And uh, I think that's um, not too far. So yeah, yes. maybe it's a holiday. Yeah, Whitley Bay. I looked it up to see if there's anything to do with like Whitley Bay being a, a not particularly nice place, but it isn't. It seems a lovely place, so I don't know. So, I feel like it'd be rather cold in the northeast of England, but... Yeah, maybe. I could yeah. be being ignorant. ignorant. Yeah. Another reason why they might find them irritating is because they, they're probably a couple with a lot of money, because Victor envisages them showing pictures of their loft conversion. To have a loft conversion, yeah. you have a few quid in your back pocket. Well, that's it, and, and they're having holidays um, in later episodes. They've got, like, you know, um, having the house done up in later episodes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, maybe a bit of envy there. Mm. Uh, it, 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 it might just go back to, you know, the fact that um, possibly they've got kids and, and Victor and Margaret don't find that difficult, perhaps, as well. We don't, we don't know. There's all sorts of things, isn't there, that it's never fully explained, Um and what we see of them is uh, is enough, isn't it? Uh, when Margaret recounts the, the story where she bumped into a friend who had a, a son that would have been this same age as yeah. Stuart would have been, she doesn't really sound bitter about that. And no, maybe the friend was That's quite true. close. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Nevertheless, yeah. Ronnie Mildred are a couple that they just have to avoid. <laughs> I thought it was quite a marvellous little, I don't want to say a Tom and Jerry type scene where they're just trying to run away or no, be, it's being just caught. Kind of Got caught in a pincer movement. Yeah, you just kind of, <laughs> I did. Yeah. One's got one coming from the front, one coming from the back, like a military thing. Yeah. And it, again, it's it's this idea. I mean, this episode is called the worst horror of all, isn't it? And it's these mini horrors that keep happening. And these are actually two really nice people. So the idea of them being a horror is kind of completely opposite to what they actually are. But yeah. to, to many people, the fact they are lovely is a horror. You know what I mean? It's the kind of they can't stand the cheerfulness. It's not they haven't come around to be unpleasant to them. They've come around to be nice to them, but. Yes. But Victor sees it as something as, as terrible. I can't, you know, I can't sit through this. So yeah, no, I know. I, I can, em- I can definitely empathise with them. Uh, they must have got to Victor certainly because he's stood out. Uh, be- well, Margaret's in bed. Victor's looking yeah. out this window, very nervous. Th- thinks they'll probably be back in the morning. But Margaret reminds him that, you know, they never visit in the day, and I don't know why that is. They never visit in the day, and also they're going out tomorrow night. So, you know, yeah. don't worry. Just get to bed. Yeah. I, why would they ever visit in the day? Maybe. Possibly they oh, work. Maybe they, maybe they work maybe. during the day. Um, they look like they're retired. I don't know. I... Or maybe they know Victor and Margaret might be out, so they know if they strike in the evening, majority of people are in the evening. This picture's booked us into another real side splitter, has you? <laughs> like the last show I went up there to see it was supposed to be a glittered evening at Television Centre. The most exciting moment was urinating next to Peter Sissons. So this is where we we learn that their night out is actually at the BBC, and I just yeah, wondered how details given away there, isn't there? Yeah. How yeah. how normal is it to arrange fifty five of you to go to an outing, any outing, but a BBC screening? I feel like you go to watch a comedy being performed, maybe with a partner or a yeah. small group of you, group of four, which it does turn out to be a three of them, but fifty five. Yeah. I don't understand. I like like it's almost like a. A recurrence that they always do this like they yeah I, I thought gene through the wi might be possibly have some link <laughs> where maybe they give out tickets to to get organizations in to fill the seats that's a good or, point as, as we'll learn with this sitcom it's it's obviously not got a 
great write-up already and there's not many people going to see it so maybe they did sort of ring round and ask you know any wis or any other women's groups or whatever any groups if you've got 55 people that want to come down yeah um, i think yeah, that's it's a, strange isn't it strange it's yeah. a good shout by you though to say that maybe it's a women's institute yeah again just thinking like you know it could, could be something like that is the sort of thing that or a church even again that we don't know gene might be involved in some church or something that's never really said but again that's the sort of thing where you'd have a large congregation of people that that would perhaps be interested in going to something like that together. Uh, the last, the last side splitter was apparently crap. The highlight was peeing next to Peter Sissons, who died only last year, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I just put that. Yeah, nice, nice name check there of Peter Sissons. He, he was like a staple. BBC News, wasn't he? He was yes. just like in the nineties. You, you know, you couldn't switch the news on without him or Michael Burke. Next morning, we're in the kitchen. Uh, Victor looks like he's on a course of his drug still because he is stirring his. <laughs> He's, st- he's stirring his boiled egg, isn't he? With um, he is, you know, he's he's clearly disorientated still, or some of the effects of it are still kicking in. And then Margaret says, "Yeah, we've had, you know, um, happy, sleepy, uh, dopey, Grumpy. you know, going through, going, <laughs> yeah, going through the seven dwarves like so." Definitely yeah. in a bit of a trance, isn't he? And he obviously dips his um, soldier into his tea. He's got all, all the, the the wrong way around, and it's confirmed that there's just the four of them for the for the night. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently, um, and it, the scene switches. I don't know why they did this, but for the same phone conversation, they, for some reason they, I, I guess they had the set all. You know, yeah, Gina, I suppose they built that side, and they so they might as well use it because Gina's. We see Gene's point of view responding to Margaret, saying unfortunately it's just the three of them, and Gene yeah. can't help out. She's babysitting her goddaughter. Uh, yeah. as they, this is quite they lost the babysitter due to the extra uh, extradition papers coming through. So this babysitter is obviously a dodgy, dodgy Yeah, that, again, a nice conflict. little throwaway line there, but just not it's not just oh the babysitter's dropped out, yeah, they've yes. actually been deported. You know, it's just so, quite <laughs> quite an extreme very good reason to not be able to, you know, babysit anymore. You've been left you've been kicked out of the country. But um yeah, it's <laughs> this this yeah. show's full of cousins, uncles, aunts, goddaughters. Yeah, chilled. So yeah, there's lots of relatives, aren't there? Lots of relatives and 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 and, and relatives are relatives as well, you know. Do you think she's got grown-up children? I don't know because I, I always used to think when she was talking about her eldest uh, found something digging up in series one. I always thought that was a somebody. I think it's a dog, isn't it? That finds. Yeah, that's. I remember talking about that. You think you you led down yeah. this this path like, oh, she's yeah. my son. Oh, it's actually um, the dog. That's how I'd, batty she is. Like. <laughs> I mean, she she could easily have because it, it doesn't. They don't need to be part of this at all because you know how often are, um, you know, are you would a child or you know offspring have anything to do with your parents, fat friends, not nothing really, you know. Mm. It might happen, but not so so easily could could have a, have kids. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. her, her her and Chris um, don't stay together, but um, yeah. Um, I wondered as well. I put, does, does she get to keep the house? I, I wonder that. You know, it's a big house. That you well, know, where does she? Where does she end up? No, she doesn't. Does she? Because she has a flat in series five, so she doesn't. She goes yeah. into very much, much more modest uh, underground, un, uh, underground flat, doesn't she? Because it gets well, further. you know, uh, like so. was it end of series one where her, I think her place has been? No, it's not the flooded moment. It's the. I think she was. She's been laid up in bed, hasn't she? In been laid up in bed, and, and he. Yeah, she looks like she lives in a tiny little cottage. She does, um, yeah. So, so I don't know if that's a different house because we 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 were. Try, I think I was speculating. Does she live near where Victor Margaret used to live? 
because where they used to live, it was still just a modest. Yeah, I, quite, I don't quite, want to say quite, a two up, two yeah. down, but it wasn't. If she lived well, it was. Yeah, street. it was sort of not far, not far away from Terrace, was it? Really, sort of, you know, like um, just just almost semi-detached or detached version of terraced housing. So, it's and this one seems to be much bigger and has been extended, massive. doesn't it? Or it's been purpose-built yeah. and. Um, I mean, it could easily be implausible. She's just moved, you know. Her, Chris has got promotion and got a bit more money and decided to move to a bigger house. Um, yes. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, there we go. Anyway, we switch back to the Belgians, and Margaret comes off the phone. I think Victor says he, he sarcastically, you know, wonders what the conversation was about. He wonders if, it, wonders if the BBC had been burnt down, which I think is a brave. Yeah thing to say given i put that i thought really brave of red to actually slag, slag <laughs> off because they are his employers aren't they really you know this is not a independent production company that made this this was made by the bbc at television center wasn't it so i guess yeah. i guess it's <laughs> i don't know it don't, i don't know if it's a case now but i guess you could be more you can have have your opinion on the, the british yeah. broadcasting um True. setup True. more so back yeah. then it feels like because i mean I think if you can laugh at yourself as a company, you kind of get more kudos. So maybe it was a, a touch yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Victor doesn't seem to care or acknowledge that Mrs. Warboys is not attending tonight's nope. event. Um, he's, he's still itching. He look, he goes to look for some insect repellent. And of course, when he goes into the living room, uh, he's sort of stopped in his tracks. And the first thing I thought of was, you all of the if you type one foot in the grave as a gif, one of the yeah. gifs is Victor. O in this scene where he pulls open the curtains and says, I don't believe it. And, he, you know, and I don't believe it <laughs> moment. And he rushes outside. And yeah. we see, I, I described this car. I, I know we learn what the car is later, but it looked like Herbie to me, but it's not Herbie. In the skip. It's a two CD, isn't it? It's a two CD. Yeah. Which has already been mentioned because Victor's cousin has one, doesn't he? A rust coloured two oh, CD. Yeah. Yeah, well, so again, remember. I, I, put, I wonder whether Renwick was having a dig there at that particular car, you know, like he just doesn't, doesn't like that car, but yeah, it, it's made a comeback anyway. So, uh, yeah. Victor has a makes a great little scene. What's this? A drive in scrapyard line. Um, <laughs> I mean, someone's gone to that some serious effort there to oh, dump yeah, their to, car. To, to, to load it up and, and dump it in. And uh, <laughs> I mean, how did they drive it there? It doesn't seem to have any seats in it, does it? So, I'm guessing they've had to carry it. Well, if they've had, say, a truck with yeah a, a tow truck yeah a tow truck could take it to a scrapyard or could. car pound exactly they, so it, it seems more malicious it doesn't it? they've actually done it to wind victor up yeah it seems more um, personal so it's probably someone he's upset i mean i, I wondered if it was patrick uh but you don't see patrick in this episode no, uh, no. but maybe maybe patrick's got a pal who, who's got a car and he decides to you know tips him off or just you know that, mm. that'll, that'll annoy him a bit more i think I so know, it's just Again, just me speculating in this world of, of Victor's that you know that people are out to get him. And, well, and, the, and are, the cherry on the ice on the cake is, of course, a mattress is inside, yeah. and this leads to I just love Victor's rants in the street or if he's doing out the window when there's no yeah, microphone yeah. on him and it's sort of um, the acoustics yeah, change. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just really so natural, much, isn't it? It's really it's cool, hilarious. Cool, I actually yeah. love it. <laughs> This is why, if if one for the grave is ever shown pre watershed, they of course bleep out the swear words. And it... I never realised until recently it was actually always shown post watershed. I always thought it was like a 
eight o'clock kind of family sitcom. kind of show. It's, not, it's, it's nine o'clock, isn't it? Even though it gets a PG rating on, you know, video and stuff, it, it yeah. It, yeah it, this is the second time Bastards come up in this episode. Like it, it's, it's, and it's, it's, only, it's used really well. It is used kind of, you know, that that real frustration of it. It's yeah. not just throwing yeah. away swearing, is it? it? The swearing is kind of kept back until it is, you know, fully justified almost. But, yeah, um, it, it's definitely used yeah. with passion in the right context. It's not just yeah. sort of lazy writing. It's You want to say all sorts if someone's fly tip, not only fly tip, but put up oh, a yeah. huge vehicle. Yeah in your yeah. in there as well but um yeah that's again another short scene in jean's posh living room area she's helping wolf get ready for the big night out urges yeah. him to change his tie he, he obviously goes upstairs and jean escapes around the back i think she's ready to to go and, and you know babysit but she of course hears yeah. the doorbell first well she, she goes, she, she goes the, to lock the garage so she goes she looks she goes to lock the garage that's and it. then the doorbell goes so the doors like, so again the setup is there for this guy to wander out because if she'd gone to the garage and gone in, she'd have seen him. She was, and gone, yeah. Oh, who are you? So yes. it's perfectly timed, isn't it? That you know she'd gone to gone to do it. Um, yeah, and, and leaves this, it open so he can wander out. And um, yeah, Harold Goodwin. This is what I. Uh, this is the point I wrote. Oh, this is Harold Goodwin, and this is also yeah. the last thing he ever did. He died in two thousand and four. Oh, right. yeah, um, yeah. I didn't watch this, but he starred in Rogues Rock. Quite a lot of series and uh, Z cars right. or Z cars. I've seen him in something called "That's My Boy" with Molly Sugden. Um, okay, I'm my mother-in-law that. bought me that for for my birthday. Um, right. Quite a good, quite a good little sitcom actually. He plays uh, Molly Sugden's brother, the character's brother, actually called Wilf in that as well. So it's quite funny. Oh, okay. He's impersonating a Wilf in this, and then uh, very good. But there we go. Just just the completely. I do like that point relevant point there i got no, no, no kind of daring at all but that's just just me i'm afraid podcast <laughs> is all about digressing and uh no it's good yeah. handy to know i just realized that when they first moved house the victor margaret in into riverbank and they're partying at the wrong house margaret um yeah. mrs warboy's just making these sort of comments to victor like i like what you've done with the uh, uh curtains yeah, you haven't yeah. gone for all that you know she was essentially giving them back and compliment and browns or whatever and yeah, well, if she's yeah. living in this quite you know, it looks like an upmarket posh. You know, yeah, it won't yeah, be for yeah. everyone, but it's certain, she probably knows what she's talking about in that regard. Because I used to think, well, who are you to you know say that? But actually, yeah, no. Again, when I watched this back yesterday, I paused bits and I actually looked, and the, the set, even though this this scenes only appear probably about two minutes total, maybe a bit mm. longer, they've really set dressed it well. You know, there's kind yes. of like stylish little bits here and there. There's like an armchair in in the in the foyer, like entrance hall. Just mm-hmm. little bits that just kind of give you a little insight into, yeah, she is obviously quite a, a with it kind of fashion wise and, and decoration wise. Yeah, lady. she's a Mrs. Yeah. almost a Mrs. Bouquet esque. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Everything's really tidy and, and proper and, and whatnot. It's, um, yeah, you, you didn't need him to see much of the house. You could have just had it set in the loon room, perhaps, or, or, or the, um, the huge the hallway. Yeah, it's a huge, huge like it's, reception area. But um, yeah. so she hands a key to Margaret just to be safe. Obviously, Victor, yeah. he's probably because he's on his meds, he'd probably forgetful and lose it. Yeah. And she leaves and wishes um, uh, Victor the best of luck in his new job. And, and as she leaves, who they assume to be Wilf comes walking in, is obviously the window cleaner looking very confused. very And it's not yeah. surprising. Uh, it's not surprised to Victor Margaret because they know that. Cousin Wilf has not been well, so it, it doesn't come yeah. as a shock to see this. No, man. and they've never but met him. So they've never met him, so this must be him. And actually, to yeah. be fair, it is it's after this 
setup is, it could happen. Very. Oh, it's easy, easily plausible. If you don't know, if you just got told someone's just come out of hospital and he's, he's elderly. You know, you, anyone who appears who looks like that, who looks out of it and, and elderly, you're going to think, oh yeah, that's that's him. So, but wouldn't you and introduce? He's in the house as well. You know, wouldn't you introduce so, like, oh, this is Will meet Victor yeah. Margaret? I I think that's the only unrealistic part because she yeah. just. She's obviously and in a he's rush. A long time, he's a long time selecting a tie out, isn't he? He's, he's up there for you know the duration. A of convenient this, amount of time to not meet, time, to not hear. Uh, and the house is obviously big enough to not hear. Yeah, Victor Mark. True. Yeah, it could easily be in, in like a dressing room. The East Wing. Yeah, the East Wing house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Margaret, and this is Victor. It's very nice to meet you, Margaret. Victor. That's right. Who am I? <laughs> Sorry. Well, there apparently we they're going to see Like Mother, Like Son, a new comedy about a young woman's struggle to bring two teenage boys up. And I thought if anyone could write a comedy with that title, it could be Renwick. I feel like, yeah, a bit like if you ever watch Extras, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant's Extras, where yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. within that comedy, Ricky Gervais' character writes uh, When the Whistle Blows, I feel, yeah. and which was like, you know, taking the mick out of cheap budget studio comedy. I feel like Renwick could have a go at that. But it might be too late. Now. I think so. Yeah, I think I think I think that's just him kind of yeah going. Oh, this 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 is a stereotypical name for a, a sitcom, isn't it? You know, kind of um, yeah. yeah just, Very much just, is just, just something family orientated, but um, yeah, kind of like a saying as well, isn't it? Because actually, the proper saying is like father likes him, isn't it? That's what people usually yeah sort of say. So it's obviously just a, a spin off of that. So yeah, but um, I think that that line comes. I probably jumped ahead a bit there, but ultimately, as they leave, oh, convenient, yeah. the real world forks down, yeah. probably thinking, oh, they haven't bothered to turn up, sob it. And then we are now outside the real BBC, which I, it's not, that particular building's not used anymore, is it? Um, as of the They've actually gone back to it. They do actually use it They've gone back again. to it. Okay. Yeah, because they should, it was big, big closing down, like proper sort of fanfare, that was the end. And then they didn't know what to do with it, so they've sold a lot of it off to officers. But apparently, yeah, they are actually back filming a lot of stuff there now. Um, I think production companies go there and rent the space or whatever. I don't know. I, I probably I don't know too much about it, but I did just I did read that that they are back. Oh, okay, back interesting to hear. Interesting. It's to not hear. called BBC anymore. I don't think the BBC own it anymore. I mean, no, it's just, it's just, eight, just television studios. Or whatever. Just eight television. Well, I think the fact that facilities were there and it's just iconic, isn't it? You know, it is. It's a pit. It used to National Lottery always used to be filmed outside mm. it, didn't it? There's the Alan Partridge, yeah. I'm Alan yes. Partridge opening episode is set in the in the canteen there, isn't it? So yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's it's like an institution, isn't it? It's like Buckingham Palace, I'd say, of, of you know, <laughs> in terms of like to television of, of Britain. It's the royal building for yeah TV comedy, isn't it? The Beeb. That we see a long line of audience members queuing up. You kind of think in the moment, oh, this is the queue that Victor and Margaret are in. Yeah. Looks yeah, busy. Yeah. Looks like a happy bunch of people waiting to go in. And you can slight, you can hear in the background, it's the queue for the Generation Game. You hear, you hear in the I, quite I wondered, are they overacting a bit though? Because I, I, it just seemed a little bit kind of like they were going way and cheering. Probably, and I probably don't know extras. People do that I don't know. It's just, just it is just kind of. It's You've got to be like up for it. it. I think if you're, if you're an audience true, member for true, any comedy true. or or I think you you yeah. have the warm up man, which we'll talk about the warm up man in a minute. But I, I've I've never seen anything recorded live, so I, I, I couldn't say. But I'll yeah, give you a very a very live, brief, so. very brief anecdote from my own experience. Okay, so oh, about two, wow. two, two, oh, cool. Well, it's not wow or cool. It's more oh, is it not? ridiculous. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a Victor. It's it's something that would happen to Victor. So about. Yeah. 
It must have been 2010. A few mates yeah. of mine, we got tickets to see Not Going Out at the BBC. Oh, nice. Yeah, Lee Mack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lee Mack. So, got our free tickets. Thought we'd make a day of it. We got to London super early. Um, and we did, you know, the usual bits and pieces in London. And then we made our way to the television centre and there's a huge queue. And um, obviously we started at the back, as you as you do, the queues. Yeah. And yeah. we seemed to be waiting there for an hour, hour and a half. And then one of the BBC employees came out to sort of allow a certain amount in. And they yeah. sort of stopped where we were. Because as we were queuing, there's people behind us. And they stopped just as where, right where we were in the queue to say, unfortunately, um, we oversell tickets because we need to make sure we have a full house. So um, we didn't actually get to watch it. Oh, <laughs> we've oh, lived oh, um, so oh, despite getting to london that day for about nine in the morning and the yeah, show was on until yeah, yeah. three or four p.m maybe a oh. bit later we didn't get to watch not going out uh oh, we made... that's, that's that's a real choker mate oh so we were saying we were sort of singing not going out not going in not going <laughs> yeah, yeah just we we laughed about it just typical us yeah. and then um we ended up on a tube to go back home and we were sat on the tube for a long time Realised yeah. that he was out of, out of service, so we just went having oh, a good afternoon. So, so it's just yeah, one thing after another, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, oh. I, I don't think we actually did many um, excursions as such. We just went all the way to London. I think all yeah. I remember is lots of walking and having a breakfast at a Weatherspoons. So we had yeah, two yeah. hours where, from where we lived to have a Weatherspoons to not go into <laughs> the BBC Centre. Massively. Um, no, mate. No, no, no. You've, you've got to get off your chest again because that's obviously yeah. That's <laughs> call that my male dream. That, that, that would scar me. You know, it's. I mean, I don't know if you're a massive fan of not going out. Were you a big fan of? Oh, it or? I. I'd say not like on the same level as one foot from the yeah. grave falls and horses, but I was keen to see yeah. how they record things. Ah, right. I've yeah, always yeah. been yeah. keen to know, but. Yeah, I think that was ten years ago. I'm just about over it, but that's probably just about thing. over it now. Yeah, yeah early yeah. Meldrew. Yeah moan for it for you guys hope you have one for me, later. me and my pal did did try to get to see vic and bob's um big night out because they were when we recorded that but again there's the tickets there's just a lot is it, is it a lottery for that is it it's or, a lot I well i it. it is um it is first come first so they just yeah. well, i had a similar thing for this country which i had oh, much more success oh, so i watched what? went to gloucester no not gloucester where did i go Somewhere in the Cotswolds to watch Cotswolds, yeah, yeah. the first two episodes, of the la- the last series, like an early screening, and then oh, the actors were there on stage. So actually, we were. I learned from my um, not going out episode. Yeah, I yeah. took me and my partner. We, uh, we went very early. I said we really do have to get there early because I've had yeah. this before, and we were yeah, basically you, you second be in the line. In the back of the so I learned my lesson, and this was um, obviously not a studio recording. It was just too. Three yeah, yeah. two episodes preview, you know, just yeah. a certain amount. So it was sort of, I guess I made up for it, but um, oh, yeah, nice. Anyway, sorry, That's everyone. Mean, well, sorry, yeah, 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 <laughs> big, side, big, side line there, yeah, yeah. There's a big old queue. Then we then pan to just Victor, Margaret, uh, who they think is cousin Will, but we know it to be the window cleaner. And then yeah. there's sort of three or four. Not even three or four. There's an old lady. This just old looks lady, funny. Yeah. There's an old lady who looks in yeah. her 90s. There's a sort of a square bloke in a suit. I say square. He's not he, square in a sense. He looks a bit very... I just put doll. I put doll looking like, like a dorky <laughs> yeah. doll. And then we've got yeah. some other sort of dweeby type bloke. Very keen bean in the background. So it just looks with funny. The, with the neck brace on. He's that's obviously it. He's, himself a mischief, he? And, that's uh, right. Yeah. It just so, looks so silly. 
just the kind of people you'd you wouldn't expect to create any noise or any kind of enthusiasm out of yes. anything. Just, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> not what you want for a sitcom. No. You know? No. <laughs> Um, I think I always I used to think when I look at that scene, Victor looked a, a semi envious of the fact that the queue. The oh bigger yeah, looked. you can see where he wants to be. He yeah, went, yeah, he probably yeah. would he probably would rather do that. He probably would rather be at home. I actually it does make sense. We will learn later that I think he wasn't just not looking forward to going because it it would be a crap comedy because he's been there before. But he does have work the next day. So he probably wants True, to True, yeah, he's thinking about that, isn't he? Yeah, like, he yeah. To, yeah. And it, it is late at night. Well, we shouldn't be late at night. There's all these digs about, well, it feels like there's this dig about this new sitcom that's been written. So before we, yeah. I press record, we were saying that in 92, when this was out, there was, if Romwick is having an outside dig about the sorts of comedies that have been produced, I just want to say, well, you have Men Being Badly, which yeah. got better and better. It might not be yes. brilliant in the series one, but I liked it. You had... Oh, I, 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 I like series actually. Yeah, I, I like it more now than I than I did. Yeah, yeah, Harry and Phil. Harry and Phil, Fry and Laurie, 2.4 Children. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, they weren't all out this year, but by this point, you had these sorts of comedies. Red Dwarf had been out a couple of years, Spitting Image, Fools and Horses obviously been well established. So I feel yeah. like a little... I don't understand if, if this is a, a, dig, a dig at New Leave. So I think it makes sense to write it now because there's just nothing now. But then no, I think it was no. pretty, pretty strong, pretty strong game by the BBC and uh, yeah. Victor has brought his crossword. He knows he's going to be bored, so <laughs> you know, prepared. Yeah, Will yeah. is feeling very groggy and sleepy. Margaret's quite positive, but I think it's because she wants to have this positive image in front of someone she doesn't know very well, e.g., so-called Will. I I refer to Will's as Will as you might have. It's the window cleaner. I, I, I've, I've called him fake Wolf. Yeah, fake that's Wilf. the easiest thing to call him because he's well, never actually named, is he? He's just window cleaner. So, or just uh, filth instead of yeah, Wolf. Yeah. Filth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake yeah. Wolf. Yeah. So inside the studio, we've got the yeah. an actual real warm-up man in Bobby Bragg who used to Bobby do the Bragg. warm-ups for yeah. all sorts of sitcoms, including Fools and Horses. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. he passed away, sadly, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, yeah, he is a real... He was a real warm-up man. So I wonder if he was the one for one foot. Maybe, uh, maybe they just spe- asked him to. to I expect he was to, to, to film it for them. I don't know. I, um, I yeah. feel like he probably was um, the real yeah. warm-up man, and he sort of he did sort of say, you know, I know we've not got a huge turnup tonight, and of course it pans to just just pans to, to, to the to yeah the small little entourage. Wonder what um, that set was for. It looks like I thought. You know, I've I've wrapped my brains. It looks a bit like, I don't know if you've ever watched Last of Summer Wine, um, yeah. Edie Pegden's front room where they oh, all need be. to have coffee. Um, yeah. Because there's a, there's a sofa and there's a window. Uh, and again, that was being filmed in 92. You know, those scenes were sort of commonplace every episode around 92 in the Summer Wine. So it could easily be that. Um, or it could just be one they just put up. You know, they just got some 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 set, you know, some uh, yeah. leftover bits and pieces and, and cobbled it together. Um, well, if, it, if, if it's... A story about I think they said a young mum bring up two teenage sons. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like a young people person's house. It looks like no, it old granny no. chairs, doesn't it? And yeah. like a big lamp shades. Yeah. I don't know, just being picky. But um, yeah. I, I still haven't seen a sitcom being recorded live. So I'm envious of those who've seen some of the classics. So get in touch if you have. If you've watched One Foot in the Grave live, I'd love to hear from you. 
Oh, that'd um, be yeah, that, that's that gold just that. Yeah, I yeah, think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a pretty much it, really. They, they have that's to it, carry it. poor old filth. Yeah, we sort out. of cut to straight. We don't see any of the sitcom, do we? Isn't it? It's, it's wisely left off screen, and uh, yeah, just just enough. We just hear enough about what Victor wasn't yeah. doing, which wasn't no. watching, he wasn't watching it basically. So asking the yeah. warm-up man if um, how many um, peas and hippopotamus. That's it for yeah, one. Yeah. But like I said, he is wound up. He's got work at eight thirty tomorrow. That's so it. Yeah, and I get I, it. I get, I get the impression he's been here before. He said, you know, another, another side-splitting evening or whatever. So he's obviously been through a few of these uh, yeah. that are just not funny. And also, I wonder as well if he's bitter because his sitcom didn't fly, did it? You know, back in what about, well, that is a yeah. superb point, Mister yeah. Simon. I think that it could be <laughs> what yeah. I think he thinks this is what I could have done if this I had could, the I could have done so much better. Um, yeah, you know, good and point. Actually, I'll yeah. sit through this. So, oh, yeah, never, that. never expanded upon it, and might just be us just making that up. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's, it's good. good to, it's good to debate, though. Like, it's um, no, it's, it's, it, it. it's it. It's you kind of you know, we root for these characters, don't we? We love them, and we kind of want you know, we want to know about them. It's, it's you know, yeah. we, we're going to be got sort of forty odd episodes, so it, you, know, you have to fill in, fill in a lot of the blanks, don't you? Fill the gaps. So. Um, Margaret is a little dismayed about. Gene sending someone out for the night when they're you know barely conscious and yeah, it says fortunately in the studio no one would have noticed the difference. No, um, true. Yeah, a short scene. Um, Did it, you spy it, um, Del and Rodney on the on the wall there? Oh, was it on the nice. posters? Um, and I then think I did. Also yes. Noel Edmonds. Um, yes. With all Noel Edmonds again. Yeah. There's a few others as well. I couldn't catch them. They went too quick. But obviously, I'm guessing that's a or was a genuine display in in television centre. Um, yeah, I think they have like legends so on like um, massive big photo frames. Yeah, icons. Yeah. I think I was trying to think of a sitcom where they had that same. I think in Jonathan Creek, there's an episode where you see some like yeah, you see David yeah, Jason yeah, and yeah, Benny yeah, Henry yeah, and right. stuff. Yeah, 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 that's true. We're back at Jeans now. Yep. Obviously, very late at night. They decide to put filth on the sofa. I'm quite glad they did this because usually we actually see real Wilf walk in. I don't think we've met, have we? <laughs> Are you Victor and Margaret? Yes. I'm Jean's cousin, Wilfred. <laughs> Real Wilf on Which the is, yeah, is a nice yeah, conclusion yeah. and it will sort of, you know, confirm to Victor and Margaret there. An almost understandable comedy of errors there. It's not their fault. Yeah. I think yeah. um, Mrs. Warburg should have introduced them to the real Wilf. But I was, I was surprised, actually, when I rewatched this, that you'd think that Renwick would leave the conclusion to the imagination of when, if, however, they would have found out that they actually took out yeah. a complete stranger. But we still yeah. see it, so I'm pleased either way. It's um, We do see it, but we never see how they, un- how they unpick the problem of what to do with the guy who's now sleeping on the sofa. I'm guessing, hopefully, he... I mean, whether he lost his memory or not, I don't know, with that fall. But, you know, I suppose you just take him to the police otherwise, wouldn't you, and just say... I guess no, you would, yeah. I mean, it's been such such a long night for the for the Meldries. They've spent a couple of hours yeah. at this BBC Studios yeah. to go back yeah. up to... I think this one's yeah. on Mrs. Warboys, but she's been she's babysitting still at this point, so... Yeah, 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 that's it. We, we now see Victor in his smart attire. Yeah. I, I never... It never sat right with me, him being like a, a doorman. I don't. It, I don't. It, I never felt he was. It's was, a step down, isn't it, from the security guard almost in a way? Because this is a security guard. He kind of 
could you know challenge people and, and move yeah. around interact this is yeah. he is rooted to that spot isn't he um, yeah it's kind of i'm not knocking the job i'm sure it's very 100 percent not 100 percent not uh, his character uh, like some sort of uh, it's not even really concierge is he sort of like a lackey yeah. almost like it's just a bit yeah. sad to see but he's pleased yeah. to have a purpose i suppose and yeah, I'll of... say it's just—it's a job, isn't it? It's a job that they've offered him. It looks not fallen through. He's—he's he's got the uniform. He's there, isn't he? And yeah, it's just being back in that routine of, like you said, back in the land of the living. You yes. know, kind of even if it is, he's out of the house. He's out of the house doing a job. You know, he's not out of the house just, you know, pottering about. So nevertheless, 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 looked very smart. His dog in a dark, yeah. dark red velvety outfit, gold shoulder yeah. neckline, and gold buttons. Yeah, very, very smart. He's, yeah. he's um couple of um uh, ladies sort of, yeah. sort of asking about sort of talking and one yeah. of them appears to go back into the hotel and he's ready to open the door and she decides she needs to carry on a conversation that happens a couple of times i think a bit testing yeah. victor's patience probably already at that point but he's um remaining calm i think it's been pointed out throughout he's very much got fleas of sorts or something oh, yeah. going it's, on it's, it's kind of distracting isn't it that yeah. feels like they're overdoing it overdoing it a little bit but there you go um it will lead to a a gag. Looks as if you want to buck up your ideas a touch, doesn't it? Yes. Sorry. Carefully, uh... Dom. Did you hear me? I'm sorry? Are you awake this morning? I said there's a fur coat in the back. Oh, yes. So there is. <laughs> So a very pompous couple turn up in a taxi where this chap, I don't know, he's a businessman or whoever he is, yeah, he's quite perplexed that Victor isn't ready to open the door for him. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, he's, this guy's obviously used to a standard. He's um, used to a standard, which Victor obliges and opens the door and yeah. the, his lady wife or partner, whoever, follows. And she cannot be buggered to get her own fur coat. And yeah. during this little commotion where they're really... They're mean to Victor. They're completely out of order. I think if that happened in this day and age, if if clients spoke to staff that way, doesn't matter how big the client was, I think they would have some. The the employer, the hotel, would have something to say to the. Um, yeah, see, I think it is kind of it's kind of like an old, almost like they're treating him like a servant. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a class thing coming here, isn't it? They're they're yeah. upper class. He's, he's lower class. Yeah, they, they, he's got no right to argue back to them at all, or even you know whatever that whatever they say is right, basically. Um, yeah, I mean he's this yeah. pompous. Uh, I wrote just arrogant, I wrote, I know, just arrogant, just sort of you know. I'm guessing do you have any idea how expensive it, this coat is and yeah. and whatnot? And again, so during this commotion, Victor spots sort of across the road the three wheel blue car, yeah. like a Reliant Regal or similar, which I saw is from Mr Bean. You know, Mr. I was going to say that it does look like Mr. Bean, the one he, he has a rival with, isn't he? He always like, overtakes, either ramming it or knocking it off the road and whatever. And uh, yeah, but there's um, a, a, a chap sort of struggling to get out of his own vehicle. Yeah. He's you know he hasn't got legs, and he's doing all the hard work himself. And Victor, yeah. which does show his he's got these morals, and he's not going to be oh, in I've, a job I've where he's that. morals there are absolutely kind of forefront of this. These people can't be bothered to get out of the car, but are fully able. There's this guy. Can't get out of the car, but he's doing the best he can. And uh, yeah, yeah, just just says it all, doesn't it? Really, it's just yeah. a really striking contrast. Um, very, very well done, I think. Probably. It's brilliant, and I think what Victor does now would be classed as assault, which is bizarre. But he he snatches uh, snatches his toupee, yeah. chucks it down the drain. Right, 
I do understand what you're saying, and I'm very sorry. I should think so. Yes, I'm very sorry, because I'm afraid I'm going to have to throw your toupee down the drain. What the... What the... Yet must be very complicated for you with your limited brain power. Oh, and do forgive me for not getting the fur coat out. Because if you hadn't chopped all his legs off in the first place, he could have climbed out on his own, but there we are. And if you ask me if I want to go on working here, well, if it means sucking up to odious bastards like you two every day, then I think I'd rather remain unemployed. Thank you very much. You crabby old cretin, I'm going to ring your... What is it? I just saw something. Hopping about in the fur. Oh my God, I feel sick. And there's another one. It's a flea. Yes, they make charming pets. You'll find you grow so attached to them, and of course, vice versa. Hope, please, James, to have a nineteen riverbank. <laughs> the, the whole episode has led to this moment where I see can... it, there's, there's a little bit of justice isn't there really these mm. these guys are kind of like getting the culpants from something that was really irritating victor was now irritating them so mm. yeah it's it's a, so it's a nice little tied up you know end to that little strand of the fleas isn't it all the way through the only thing i i was wishing that victor said was i wish he would pointed out to these pompous this pompous couple look at that gentleman over there like he is yeah. in his yeah. own vehicle modest vehicle he's um doing all the work himself. Oh, all right, you're paying for this service, but just stop and think for a minute. But he didn't really get go that far into a round. He just got into the taxi. I did read that Renwick felt even what... He watched this episode again recently in, in, in Richard Webber's book. Yes, I read that. Written, and he said he finds it a little jarring and a little mm. bit kind of too... Um, what uh, do you mean by that? I think he meant he was Cut kind of crowbarred it. in that it was just a little bit like... He was trying to draw this parallel, but maybe he was a little bit not offensive to, to disabled people, but almost using their situation for yeah, the comedy. using them using yeah. them as in comedy. I think he just feels it's a little bit too much of a, 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 um, a something something trivial there to, to, to trivialize something like that in, in comedy was not what he set out to do. But I think it works because people do people really it makes them kind of despise these arrogant people more. Which is the right thing, isn't it? It's not. It's not laughing at the guy. It's kind of say it's laughing at the people who are who are so uptight that they can't even see that you know the people mm. can't walk are, are doing better than they're doing, or like, well, trying harder than they're doing. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a really interesting one, isn't it? That even well, Renwick doubts his own writing sometimes. Have I gone too far with that? Have I? Have I? But most people wouldn't think that. They think you know, actually, it's yeah. It was it in the right way? Was it Starbound or Endgame where? Margaret's in the precinct and she gives some money to what she thinks is a beggar with no legs yeah. and he, he gets yeah. arrested and stands up. He gets arrested because it's so a scam. He, he, play, he yeah. plays around with it later on, mine. But um, Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because, you know, I, I, I suppose at the end of the day, it is that some some people, you know, could be offended, but it's mm. it's, it's finding that line, isn't it, of, of if it seems funny on paper and whatnot. Yeah, if it's yeah. on the screen. I don't know. It's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one to, to, to get right. But I think I think he gets it right. I don't, I've never watched one foot and felt no. he's offended people there. I don't think he's ever done that at all. I think it's it's a really yeah. I think people had, in the nineties have something to say about any animals that were were dead. But yeah, true. I just, yeah, the whole I just animal don't... thing. Yeah, yeah. The animal thing aside, yeah, I can't true. fathom 
how I can see everyone's entitled to opinion to say something's distasteful, but yeah. they're not real animals, you know. So I guess no, no, this I is it. I don't understand. I mean, they used it's to get never a bit of abuse, really presented like, as cruel, is it? No. There's never any cruelty. There's never any cruelty in that. Unfortunate things happen to them. Mm. Um, yeah, they just a, attract bad luck, but. Yeah, yeah, we we all sort of punch, we all sort of punch the anger. Get in there, Victor. Get yeah, oh, absolutely. It is a and and you know for the end of this series, like I say, I think it is Victor is a, a hero, isn't he? He's got a hero now, at last. He? Yeah, Team Vic. You know, nice one. Yeah, Victor. Team Vic. Team Vic. Absolutely. Right. He's he's a, he's a grumpy so and so, but he's also a deep down decent fella. You know, he is hundred percent a decent he guy. Out for people who are who are, who are triers and people mm. who, and, and can't stand people who. Yeah, a fake and, and, and expect right. everything to happen to them. So Well back home we've got we get an Unbelievable! Treat you like something that's crawled out of the bottom of a pond. Um because we usually count <laughs> when we have Victor come back home to rant, we don't know we haven't really seen what's happened, but we know what's happened. Yeah. And obviously rants about what we've just witnessed. Oh, at least we've escaped from the worst horror of all. <laughs> The last line is actually the yeah the title of the the, the the episode, which is really good. Perfect. Um, I did wonder if the worst horror of all was like a, a film or a book, and it's not. It is just a phrase he's used because I know in series four he uses quite a lot of Edgar Allan Poe's titles, uh, like I, I and Pendulum and things I like that. A, but, yeah, I had um, a tricky old time. The first couple of series doing this alone, I had a tricky old time trying to think of the what the titles yeah. meant. Um, but that's it. You do wonder, don't you? You know, kind of because um, things like Fools and Horses, the titles there are quite. To play on words, aren't they? Yeah, often linked to the episode, aren't they? But but these some some of these are linked to the episode. You have to really think about how they're linked to the episode, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. When Victor says, "At least we can say we, we've escaped the worst horror of all," we see Ronnie and Mildred and, Mildred. and a Mar- yeah. awkward-looking Margaret. Like, oh, they yeah. actually have visited in the day this time. Gordon Peters and Jean Chalice. Is she related to John Chalice? She was, was she to married him, to him? Married him for a couple of years, yeah. This, so this I think she looks okay. heavily made up in makeup here because she doesn't look. She, she looks, looks like a lot Mrs. older. She looks like Mrs. Bucket, doesn't she? She does. She does. Yeah. Uh, so and actually, this... they, she only plays Mildred once because they recast her for the future appearance in um, re, uh, the Exterminating Angel. So it's a different. Yeah, because you... it's the same guy playing Ronnie, but a different. A different, Intra- different right. Yeah, I recall now. Because... He does appear in the last ever episode as the lady in the pub doing the uh, cabaret. Does she? Oh, she did the thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So These little details. Friend. See, I'm not always... IMD... Well, it's IMDB there, I'm afraid. That's... I can't claim any other... You know, that's just me looking it up. But, uh, no, yeah. it's good. It's, it's perfect. It's just why I have guests on, because they can put me put me right on a few things. And so... I was thinking, was she married to John? Chalice isn't yeah, exactly common. He's, he's and... married a few. He's married a few um, different uh, different ladies. He's about four wives, I think. He's, he's a busy player. Is a boy. Busy old voice. Busy old voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and end to this. That's the end. And end to the series. It wouldn't really a finale feel apart from Victor getting a win. But... Yeah, yeah. But he's struck down again, isn't he, at the last minute? Because you know he's 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 yeah. he's uh, had to. Put it around Mildred. Yeah, this is the first and only time we see that fourth wall of the kitchen. I think it is, isn't it? Oh, I'm yeah. Wrong. Yeah, we, we've got the shot is of Victor looking in, isn't it? And and we have to, you know, we never normally see it. We normally see it from the other way around, don't we? I just don't yeah. think they like having guests around. Like when Mister Foskett no. joins in, he just, I, I don't know what it is. They just Margaret is a sociable person, but I think Victor finds it hard, and on on his behalf, she finds yeah. it difficult. 
I just don't yeah, think yeah. that with Mrs. Warboys aside, um, they just find it awkward when Patrick and Pippa first came over. I know they didn't really know who they were, Grantly, but no. they just a sense of awkwardness. But uh, yeah, uh, sixteen million viewers. I think you mentioned this already. Like this, yeah, is, this highest high. ever. Well, highest it got to that point, didn't it? Yeah, I think it went higher still. But um, yeah, at the point, say it started with ten million two years ago, it, yeah. it, it really, really it's... kind of brought in the um, the, in the viewers. Yeah, and, you know, this was still the the time of you know, I suppose Sky had started and we still only had, yeah. we had channels one to four. Cable, um, yeah. Cable, yeah. So things were starting to pick up yeah. in terms of people watching other sites of telly. I mean, 16 million now, you know, I don't think even people watch oh. like Royal Weddings that now. I think, think the, the Queen's Speech the gets 16 channel. million, no. Yeah, but it's, it it's just doesn't happen anymore, does it? But um, at the time, just, it? just a few notes, I thought, at the end of the episodes, I've just got a few things. I was, we covered some of this, but Obviously, we yeah. know the car was a Citroen 2CV, which you've already mentioned. Yeah. I don't know why they chose this. Maybe just because it looks funny. Um, yeah. It's yeah. it's nice to see, obviously, Victor Scott, his morals um, regarding the day job. And apparently, it's been 20 over 20 years since he was offered a full-time pay job, which tells me that he probably got a security job in his early 40s. Yeah. Or late 30s. Yeah. So what was he... Do, do we ever know, learn what he well, did? Well, he said he, want, he wanted to go into insurance. He wanted his, Sorry, he wanted his son to have gone into right. insurance. So I wonder if he was an insurance salesman or something. Might have had this... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could, it could have been uh, something off, a pen-pushing job. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact he jobs around, he has, you know, he tries a window cleaners job in a few years, a yeah. serious time, is not he? And I think he's just... Lollipop lady. He's, lollipop lady, yeah. He's, he's just done everything, hasn't he? He's just... If there's a job going, he's 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 done it. I think Margaret seems to be the one that's had the steady career in in the florist and has probably been there since a, you know maybe a teenager and just worked her way. It just feels like Victor's of that generation where he would have had a um, a trade, but yeah, perhaps yeah, he did. Yeah. Perhaps I don't know. He was certainly a creative. Maybe if, maybe if Renwick decides to, he might do like a young Victor series. You know, maybe that's in the cards. Oh, Who knows? That, yeah. that'd be good to see, wouldn't it? You know, like a that young, would be. Young Victor. Um, I'm open to any kind of spin-off or prequel. Yeah, um, yeah. that'd be great. Um, it, um, Roy, Roy Clark did it with Keeping Up Appearances. He did Young Hyacinth, didn't he? It didn't go down uh, with. Pat- it Pat- didn't go down well. I quite Rutledge. liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it, but not. It didn't go down too well, did it? But, no, um, I didn't see it myself. Um, it was all right. It was not bad. It was pretty good. I thought okay. but, um, the pastry line. So I just wonder if that was quite. Popular, I think, in the second series. I wonder if bringing it back was just like on you know, through demand, not a demand, yeah, but like you said, yeah. maybe Richard Wilson said this could be quite good to include it. But I just don't, I just don't envisage Renwick listening no, no. to the actors as such. Yeah, because Wilson uh, didn't want it, didn't want the dark surrealism as much, did he? But of course, it no. works perfectly with having surreal moments in this show. That's what makes it. And also, different. like I said, the crazy thing is that that was cut from a lot of the videos anyway, from anyone yeah. who had the video anyway. Mm. So it would only been seen on, when it was shown on the telly and then if it's back on, you know, on Britbox or wherever it's on yeah. now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, what I want to ask you then is in this, since it's a Series 3 wrap-up, what was your favourite episode and why? Of all of Series 3? Just for Series 3? I would say The Beast in the Cage. Um Yeah. I think it just has everything that is what makes this show what I love, you know, just um, real life situations, exaggerated situations brought in, people's irritations, because um, everyone's been in that situation and they've been stuck in a car and, and being increasingly irritated. Uh, the song, 
in the middle, uh, you know, with the, with the mechanics, which I actually had that song at my wedding. I had that hymn just because of that scene. Um, okay. Bread of Heaven. Bread of Heaven, I think it's called, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, which I use. For I remember my intro. brother saying to me, um, why have you had that? And I said, oh, it's from One Foot in the Grave. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think my wife really knew knows that either. I think that's just oh, really? the thing. That to, yeah, I just had to put in just because I loved that. You know that 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 tune just from one foot in the grave. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just a standout episode for me. But like I said to you at the start, I think this series really does hit its stride. Um, mm. it, it, it's there's there's not a weak episode. Um, there's some really strong episodes, and it, like you said, like we said, if if it does start to build up to a peak of series four, um, th- this is the, the climb, isn't it? This is mm. where you know things are in, put in place. Characters are really rounded out backstories are there um, yeah. and it's just funny you know it is just the setups the situations are just getting funnier and funnier um, without going into slapstick and, and, and silly you know yeah. it's not gone in, I don't think one foot ever does one foot does yeah. keep itself grounded um, yes. as much as it can yeah yeah it, it, I, it has become uh, yeah a standout show even two years into his life it's, it's, it's standing out now above the others so. I think um, for me the, the most heartfelt moments are Alf leaving Victor again Oh, because of this, um, just it, is, it does yeah. pull at the heartstrings, and of course, what we the, the scene we've just seen, um, the scene we've just seen with the disabled man, yeah, sort of getting out with you know, he's got no legs, so that was quite poignant. But for me, best episode, it, it may well be Dreamland because I like how that actually Dreamland is the second, second choice, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think what makes it really sort of dark and it separates what it makes it separate from the rest of the series is the fact that yeah. Gene Warboys is narrating it almost. That's, That's it. It's totally flashback, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a funny it's, old it's a really yeah. framing device for it. I think it does make it work. Mm. It, it does make you think how much of it is real and how much of it is Gene exaggerating yeah. it or whatever. So yeah. yeah, That's true. Yeah. Another series down where I'll be opening up with series four, episode one, and that is Pit in the Pendulum, which is, Daniel Peacock starring, which we interviewed on him on the Jolly Boys. Um, he played Mental Mickey in Fools and Horses, amongst several other things in his career. Hit the Pendulum, which I have a guest lined up for that. It will be my first female guest, that young lady, Nikki. So I look forward to that. But Simon, it's been a pleasure having you on once again. Oh, no, thank you ever so much. I love the conversation. Me, uh, to, to, to back on, yeah. yeah. Be... I think my final thought for this episode... Yeah. I think I said this. I think it could have done Mr. Sweeney in it. I think if Mr. Sweeney had been in this, mm. if he'd gone to the BBC with them, that would I have been perfect. That might have been, you know, because he would have been trying to keep this guy cheer- cheerful and happy, and he would have been falling asleep. And I don't know, just 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 a little summary thought there. I thought he only actually appears in fourteen episodes. I think of his it's episodes, crazy in there. And I just think he could have could have just squeezed him in there as a yeah. last minute. Thing. Uh, I was just I was just thinking why Angus. Dayton only makes the one appearance, and in '92, in the early '90s, he was doing a lot of work with Rowan Atkinson. He used to he was, a stage show, playing, so... playing, the, playing the straight guy to, to uh, yeah. Rowan Atkinson. So yeah, per- yeah. perhaps um, he was busy. And also, with that. he was doing um, a bag of news for you, wasn't he? He was filming filming that yeah. quite, quite yeah. heavily at the time. Yeah, that was yeah. sort of just starting, wasn't it? Then, so yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. sad to see another series go, but I've got three yeah. more yet plus specials and. Um, I would like to have you back on if you will come on. Oh, I would be honoured, sir. Thank you ever so much for for, for asking me. I'm I'm just, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm humbled really that you know <laughs> such a show, show as yours would want someone 
as, uh, oh, as, as lucky knowledge as me. But there we go. Thank you. Really appreciate you it. say that, but it's the things <laughs> I forget or don't acknowledge. No, but... uh, yeah, this is it. It's like you say, it, it, it's great. It's great to, to find someone kindred spirit, really, of, of loving this show. It's, uh, have you got a Meldrew Moan? I have. Let's do a Meldrew Moan. Three letters from a football point of view. I'm very nice to be football this week. Uh, VAR, VAR, right, afraid, okay. is my Meldrew Moan. Uh, now, my team, Sheffield United, recently haven't had any problems with VAR, but we have had problems in the long term with VAR. We've had goals ruled out yep. and uh, so on and so forth. And I do think it's it's not necessarily the principle of VAR. I think it's how it's being delivered at the minute is, is, the, is the issue in terms of, you know, it is overruling what a referee has decided and to me that's not what he was set out to do he was set out to kind of uh, clear up any problems where referee probably hadn't seen something mm. um, and yeah I think it's just it's just it's taking away the enjoyment of a goal being scored and uh, you know I'm sure Victor would feel the same you know being an Arsenal, oh, is he an Arsenal fan Victor he's Arsenal an Arsenal fan, fan. he's a United yeah, fan right. in real life but he's, he's an yes, Arsenal yeah 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 so I think he would find it you know he He'd get up to celebrate and then go to VAR. Oh, I don't believe it. You know, I think it would be, and that's what it's like. I mean, you know, uh, before the lockdown, being at Bramall Lane, um, we've had goals, and you, you don't know whether to celebrate or not. And, and that's just to me taking away. It's, it's a massive, goal. it's a massive error. Keep it to goal. Keep it to the goal line technology, and that's exactly. your lot. Exactly, exactly. That's your lot. It's, it's, um, Unfortunately, I, I, you know, there is unfairness in sport, just as unfairness in everything else, but I, I think things balance out. You know, if you, it always does. If you, lose, if you lose by 2-1 in the last minute, you might win by 2-1 a, a yeah. month later. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's too if much. you take that away, it, it just becomes clinical and, and and players... I think, yeah, it just it discourages players. I think players feel really confused by it all. Yeah. Managers feel confused. Yeah. But we're stuck with it. It's there, you know. Yeah. There we go. Thank you very much. I think Mr. Mr. Aylesbury in Monday morning won't be funny to watch <laughs> yeah, him yeah, get angry yeah, at the, at yeah, the ref. He would be. But he for all be. the VAR ref, um, for anyone who's not a football fan, video assistant referee, um, <laughs> I'm sure you, many listeners would know, but in case you don't, it's simply a bit of technology that's been brought into football. It's a very much stop-start thing with, with, with a game where a referee's made a decision and it's contested, essentially. Um, yeah. by two or three people in a completely separate room when they look at a replay and decide whether it's a, there's a goal should be scored or not, whether there's a foul. Thing. And it, it's just not, it seems to be not going down well for most fans. Even if you get a decision your way, people will, fans will reflect and go, it's just a load of rubbish. That's it. I think no, no one wants to win by a technicality, do they really? People no. would rather win by just sporting skill or a bit of luck, you know, not, right. not through well, while the computer says that I'm not two millimetres offside, so that's a goal. You know, I think it's just, yeah, it's just not real, is it? It's just not the real world. There we go. That's, that's it. So that's my Meldrew Moan, the, the, the video assistant referee. Oh, I do not believe. Will you look at this? Bastards. Can you believe the nerve of this? I'll skin their ruddy heights for them. So I'd just like to thank everyone for listening. Series three and to date, I've had some really nice feedback. It's very humbling. Thank you to all you the guests that have come on. So obviously Simon today, Ben has returned. We've had um, 
Peter, I've had Darren, and I've had Matt. So thank you guys for joining me. And I hope more of the same in Series 4. I've got a few new guests lined up. Like I said, I've got Nikki for Episode 1 of Series 4, The Pit and the Pendulum. I very much look forward to that. If you have been listening for a while, or this is the first time, please consider leaving a, a review. Because if you leave a review, it just helps others who have not yet discovered the podcast discover it i'll be really grateful whether you use itunes spotify google cast whatever you do please please leave a review it really does the podcast wonders so thank you very much and simon thank you once again i hope sheffield united make it into the at least the europa league stages yeah thank you you so much yeah 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 yeah. we're we're on the march with wilder's army as we sing at ramel lane so yeah yeah it's it's uh marching into europe will be good but we'll see yeah we'll see all right till next time thank you guys and i shall be back very soon it won't be too much of a break but thank you guys take care and i'll speak to you soon hey tell me i am well past my prime landlord in the sky's calling time but there's one thing Hello? Hello? The bloody hell's everyone gone?